Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Saturday, June 10th, Ian Cameron with you. Uh, Alex B. Smith, questionable, if you will, uh, for this uh, show. Um, remember, he did have a birthday a couple days ago. I'm wondering if he's still shaking off the uh, after effects of the uh, partying that went down uh, during it. So uh, we may or may not have Alex today, but uh, that's okay. This is going to be a very, very short show. Uh, very short show. I'll be uh, leaving later this afternoon. Uh, to go out of town and spend the uh, day with uh, people in uh, Toronto, uh, friends of mine there, um, and take in all the sporting events, of course, the uh, Stanley Cup final tonight and uh, the big UFC pay-per-view. So it'll be a fun day ahead. Uh, It is game four tonight. We're going to just jump right into it uh, here on this Saturday edition of the show. Uh, It is game four, NHL, Stanley Cup final, Vegas Golden Knights, Florida Panthers, uh, even money price now here in game four, minus 110 uh, on both sides, five and a half the total shaded to the over. Uh, this actually opened with Florida minus 125 as home favorites here in game four, plus 105 on Vegas. But we've definitely seen some Golden Knights money and Golden Knights uh, action here in the betting markets leading up to a uh, game four uh, here tonight. Um, and when you look at game three, and I think if people just look at the final score and see 3-2 Florida in overtime without watching the game, I think the first reaction is going to be, wow, Florida responded. What a great performance. They're right back in the series. They've got to feel very confident again. I don't think that could be further from the truth. Um, Vegas played a hell of a game three, in my opinion. Um, Florida didn't really get much going. There was a time in that game late in the second period that down 2 nothing at home in game three in a must-win game. There was a time with about five or six minutes to go in the second period where Florida had 14 shots on goal. That's it. And Vegas was just choking off the neutral zone, making it very difficult to make plays to get into the offensive zone for the Florida Panthers. And it was like that for the majority of the game. You know, and it was kind of, one of those games where, yeah, Florida gets the victory. They obviously get another, one of many, obviously, in these playoffs, clutch goals from Matthew Kachuk uh, with the extra attacker to tie the game uh, in game three. And then, of course, Carter Verhage. Credit to him. That's what you do in overtime. That's what you do to try to score goals in the playoffs. Vegas did this to Florida quite a bit in game one and game two. So I guess it was fitting that, hey, turn around, turnabout is fair play. And it was about time Florida figured out that's what we should be fucking doing as well. Just let the puck go, shoot it toward the net, see if you can get some bodies and traffic in front of the net to take away the vision of Aiden Hill. And that's exactly how that Carter Verhage goal was scored uh, in overtime. And uh, like I said, Florida giving Vegas a little bit of their own medicine because the Golden Knights had definitely uh, scored many goals that way uh, in winning the first two games of this series. So, Florida found a way when they really didn't play that great, in my opinion, but they tied it late and then they got the winner in overtime, three to two. So, you know, if you look at this game now here in game four and you think to yourself, 
okay, Florida was kind of fortunate. Vegas still outplayed them for the most part in that game. Florida really didn't correct the discipline. That's another thing that, and they won in spite of it. But again, penalized way too much, in the box way too much. Now, I will say the penalty that was given to Florida late in the third period, which gave Vegas a power play opportunity to end the game early in overtime in game three. What a horse shit call that was. And Paul Maurice on the Panthers bench, you know, had every reason to be livid with that call uh, in game three at the end, uh, saying that's not a trip. Uh, go watch, go watch it again. He says, you can see, he's like, go watch it again. He said, I could uh, read his lips there at the end of the third period saying you, you missed that. And it wasn't, it wasn't a trip. It was just an awful miss. And to call that kind of penalty in a tie game with overtime on the horizon was just absolutely brutal, uh, in that, uh, situation, but Florida survived it. They killed off the uh, penalty. Uh, in overtime, and then, of course, Carter Verhage scores a few minutes later. But the point I'm trying to make is Florida didn't play a great game. Vegas still played pretty well. And you know what the scary part is for Vegas? And, and based on everything I've heard from their players and from Bruce Cassidy after game three, they think they could play a lot better. Okay, I didn't think they played that bad because they controlled the play. You know, they had, I think, probably a little bit more. Of the, they had the puck a lot more, in my opinion, than Florida in game three. And yet this team was still not satisfied with their game, obviously because they lost. That's a big part of it. But I think the leading up to the loss, you know, Bruce Cassidy said, it. I don't think we played that bad, but I know we can get to another level. We can get to that. Uh, what I'll tell you the level he's looking for. I'll tell you the level Vegas is looking for as a team going into tonight. They're looking for that game six closeout game level against Edmonton in the second round. They're looking for that game six closeout game level that they played against Dallas in the Western Conference final. And if you think back to those two games in particular, and even the closeout game against Winnipeg, I thought they were, uh, it was just dominance. And they showed it in game six against Edmonton, especially in the third period of that Edmonton game six, where Edmonton barely got anything, you know, in terms of great chances with the the greatness that is McDavid and Dreisaitl on that team. And Vegas didn't give them a whole bunch of quality looks. And then it goes without saying the closeout game in game six against Dallas was uh, a thing of perfection or close to it. Uh, if you were to bottle up maybe the perfect playoff game performance, it probably would have been that game six for the Vegas Golden Knights against Dallas. So that's what they're looking for. They know they have it in them. They've shown it multiple times, that kind of, that kind of game, that kind of just, we don't give them much. Uh, we reload our, our back pressure uh, on the puck from not only uh, the defense, but from the forwards helping out is spot on. And you just don't give your opponent any room out there. While Vegas is the ones that are generating all the looks, all the chances, you know, all the best opportunities uh, to put the puck in the net. They have shown this kind of game multiple times. I don't know if we're going to see it tonight, but I think we're going to see something close to it tonight from uh, the Vegas uh, Golden Knights, who have actually, if you go back and look, when's the last time this team's dropped two playoff games in a row? It's It's been a while uh, that we have seen it. Uh, if you go back and look, I think it was actually the, the game four and game, actually it was the back-to-back -back losses when they were up 3-0 uh, against Dallas. They lost game four and they lost game five. Uh, in that in that series, and then they closed it out in Game Six. So really, other than that, though, they have not been 
uh, a team that's really done a whole lot as far as uh, or done a whole lot as far as losing two games in a row uh, is concerned. So, you know, I look at this matchup here tonight and yeah, Florida, Florida is back in the series and maybe Florida can up their ante and maybe they planted that seed of doubt in Vegas and, you know, maybe Vegas is a little shook that, you know, they controlled game three and uh, Florida ties it late and loses in overtime. But the one thing I know about Vegas is they're not usually a team to show any sort, at least in this year's playoffs, any sort of mental uh, deflation, uh, if you will. They have not really shown that here uh, in these playoffs. So, um, and the one thing that Florida, again, did not correct in game three in spite of the victory was the issues with their uh, taking too many penalties. Uh, again, they were in the box just far too much. Uh, you know, six times they were shorthanded. Uh, seven in game one, uh, you know, it's just, it's too much. Uh, and of course, uh, they had no, uh, and you look at uh, all the penalties. I mean, that's uh, something they've got to correct. I mean, they have been shorthanded 17 times in the first three games of this series. That's too much if you're Florida. So that again has the potential to hurt them. And it almost did. You know, what if Vegas scores on that power play early in overtime? It's a three nothing series and Florida is pretty much done. You know, that is how close it was. So they've got to be able to uh, get that uh, part of it, you know, in under control uh, in terms of the number of penalties they're taking. Um, this is a tough game because Florida did finally get a win. They do have a little positive momentum going into tonight. The home team, and I don't, I don't love trends like this because this is a playoff series now. It doesn't mean it's going to continue, but for some reason, the home team seems to win when it's Florida versus Vegas. It's, I believe now eight straight times we've seen the home team win head-to-head -head between the Golden Knights and the Panthers. And again, we've seen the home team win every game so far in this series, but I'm, I, I'm not betting the home team to win tonight um, in this game. Um, I'm going to be on Vegas. It's not a best bet material, if you will, but I just think if Vegas, if we replicate game three and really replicate the first three games of this series, you know, in each game, Vegas would win it nine times out of 10 because they were better than Florida in game one. They were better than Florida in game two. And even in the game three loss, I thought for 50, 55 minutes, uh, 57 minutes, whenever that tying goal went in by Kachuk, I thought for sure, you know, Vegas was the better team again uh, in game three uh, on uh, thir on on Thursday night, I I do. I mean, the the crowd was really quiet when it was two one in the third period. Florida really wasn't, and and Florida was not. Florida was absolutely not peppering uh, Aiden Hill with a bunch of chances and a bunch of shots when they were down two to one. It took for that extra attacker situation and the puck to just bounce right there to Kachuk to tie it up until they finally got one of those really good clean looks, you know, to score a goal. So I thought Vegas, you know, really uh, ended up playing still a pretty good game. So uh, I think Vegas still uh, has it in them to seize control, seize command of this series once again, and, and take it back to Florida up 3-1 with a chance to win game five at home. Uh, best price currently with Vegas is minus 105 uh, because, again, we have seen some movement. So it's moved to around minus 105 right now here uh, on the Vegas Golden Knights. So I like Vegas here, minus 105. I'm coming back to the well with, you know, it's cashed in every game in this series so far. We're going back to it tonight as well with uh, over one and a half minus 125 in the first period. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It keeps on cashing in. Uh, and I expect that again tonight. And I'm not touching the full game total. Uh, full game total is five and a half. 
It is six at a couple of books, but the majority have it at five and a half. I'm not touching the full game total because I could see this being like game three. You get your two goals in the first 20 minutes, and then it slows down, and it tightens up after that. And remember, this game, the series is progressing into the deeper waters now, game four tonight. And then if we're going to get to game five on Tuesday night, you know, which will possibly be the first elimination game uh, in this series. So things are going to tighten up for sure. Uh, there's no question as this series goes on. So I, this is definitely one of those spots where I feel much more comfortable with a first period over than I do a full game over. Uh, no question. And, you know, we've, I know the first two games in Vegas went over, um, and but game three did not go over for the full game. Um, I prefer, and, and what we have seen consistently in this series is in the first period, the chances are flying left and right. Like there's tons of open ice, tons of chances. I think there's a lot. I've noticed a, a pattern big time in this series where in the first 20 minutes, the first period of each of the first three games, it's been much looser defensively on both sides. You know, there have been some really good opportunities. There have been breakaways. There have been odd man rushes. It's funny. We saw all the breakaways and we saw all the odd man rushes in the first period of game three. And we saw none of that pretty much in the second and the third period. It just got it tightened up dramatically, drastically after the first period. I remember first period game three, there was a couple breakaways, a couple odd man rushes. And you could say the same thing about the first period of game one and game two in Vegas as well, where it just seems like it's taken both of these teams a period to really dig in defensively and, and really be on their toes defensively and marking, you know, their man in the defensive zone and making sure, you know, that they're not, that they're in the right defensive posture and structure and structure's gone out the window here in the first periods in these series, in, in this series so far through the first three games. I mean, it has been surprisingly wide open in the first period of each of the first three games and, then we've seen it gradually tighten up, especially in game three. Game three, after the first period, it really tightened up after that first period. So that is why, for me, with the over, target the first period, maybe be a little bit hesitant when it comes to the full game. So for me, I like Vegas minus 105, over one and a half, minus 125 first period. And as far as props go, look, it, it's Mr. Repetitive, Mr. Repeat. You know, that's basically what I've become here, but with good reason. Uh, here in this series, and it's just it's the same props keep on hitting. Jo Jonathan Marcheseau score a point. Jonathan Marcheseau to score a goal. The Con Smythe Trophy favorite as of right now, he's minus one forty at a lot of sports books right now to win the Con Smythe Trophy. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I talk about the over first period. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You keep betting it. You keep riding it at this point till it loses. Same thing with Marsha's so point. Yeah, it's gone up to minus one sixty now at FanDuel. I'd still lay a buck sixty. A buck sixty is still a cheap price. Shouldn't be that. It should be minus two hundred. He should be to score a point minus two hundred, minus two twenty, like play as, as like players like um, Barkov are for the Florida Panthers. Um, so at minus 160, it's still value. Him to score a goal in the plus 160 to plus 180 range again uh, tonight. That's still value uh, for Jonathan Marsh. So um, the Eichel assist prop, they've adjusted it a little bit, a little bit, but I'm still seeing some plus 100s plus, yeah, a couple of plus 100 even money prices on Jack Eichel assist at FanDuel and Pinnacle and BetMGM, which is still outstanding value uh, here tonight with Jack Eichel to get an assist. Yeah, I've talked about the other Golden Knights that are capable. Riley Smith to get a point plus money. Ivan Close Shave Barbashev to get a point plus money. 
Um, well worth a look. Um, you, you could even take a shot with Theodore and Petrangelo. I think tonight it might be a good night to take a shot with Theodore point plus 110, Petrangelo point plus 120. Why do I say that? I think they shoot the puck more. I think there's more of a concerted effort for them to shoot that puck more from the blue line. That is the one thing they did talk about after game three. We maybe weren't as active with getting shots from the point through to the net. So uh, definitely um, take a shot with those two guys, you know, Theodore and uh, Petrangelo in terms of finding, uh, you know, the back, not finding the back of the net, but getting on the score sheet with a point at least. And again, you get plus prices uh, with uh, both of those players to get uh, obviously uh, a point. So that's good. As far as Florida goes, um, Anton Lindell actually has been a sneaky point producer in this series he finally didn't get a point in game three but he had a point in the first two games he's at plus 148 at pinnacle to get a point tonight plus 120 at BetMGM uh and uh fan uh, draft kings so uh those are good prices i think for maybe a shot with lundell uh, as far as points go uh matthew kachuk goal uh plus 140 i mean Who's going to get it done if it's if, if Florida wins? It's got to be him. And he actually got two points, and I actually did get on the uh, over one and a half points, plus 160 for Matthew Kachuk in game three, uh, and he did get two points, uh, an assist on the uh, first Florida goal, and then, of course, he got the tying goal. So there's those were the two points right there. Uh, over one and a half points for Matthew Kachuk, just based on the price being plus 160. You know, that might be worth a, a decent look here uh, in this game uh, as well. So, uh, or if you, if you don't like the point prop, you can split it up and, and go goal and assist. And, and uh, that that's an, another option. You know, that's another thing too with point props. We don't say this often enough. If you don't like the price with a point prop on a certain player, you could just bet them to score a goal and bet them to get an assist. Split it up with two bets. And that's basically betting a point prop right there because a point's going to be either a goal or an assist. So you got to at least win one of them. So that's another option you have. You know, if you don't like the point prop price uh, on a particular player. So those are the ones I would stick to. Um, you know, we saw the overtime hero over Hagee uh, step up with the uh, overtime winner. His point prop minus 150, a little higher, but uh, I wouldn't say that's a horrible look either. Uh, or plus 190 for him to score a goal tonight. Um, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, Bobrovsky over saves. I mean, I think now you're going to see Vegas a little bit more on the assertive and aggressive uh, here tonight in game four. So uh, the save prop probably shifts a little bit back to uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, maybe being the guy that faces a little bit more rubber tonight with Vegas coming off that uh, game three loss. So 27 and a half uh, definitely would look in that direction. Uh, shots on goal, by the way, and maybe th there is some truth to this. And I know our guy in the chat, Cuban, uh, Wayne Gretzky's talked about this, and it's kind of true. I mean, the, the, the players that just give uh, have become a dad, you know, they just become a new father. It's amazing how when they come back to the lineup after, you know, their wife gives birth to their kid, they like make an impact. They score a goal, they get on the score sheet, they get on the scoreboard. And that's exactly what happened with Brandon Montour uh, in game three, scoring the opening goal for the uh, Florida Panthers. And, you know, he shot the puck a ton, you know, about as easy as it gets with his over shots on goal prop over three and a half. So, uh, maybe you look in that direction again. He's got, he's feeling it now. He's running off adrenaline now. He just became a dad uh, earlier this week, but you know. And I went back and looked, and there's, uh, it's ton. That it's pretty crazy how often that happens, where the new dad, you know, factor uh, ends up resulting in that player 
uh, when they uh, come back into the lineup, rejoin the team, they make an impact. It's pretty crazy. So um, Montour did that the other night, uh, obviously, for the uh, Florida Panthers. So it's another thing to consider, at least here, for uh, game four tonight uh, in this one. All right, there you go. That's game four. I told you it would be a pretty short show uh, with uh, this one uh, as we talk game four, Stanley Cup final uh, with the uh, Golden Knights and the Panthers. I do want to mention that now with Florida having won uh, on um, Thursday night in Game 3 to make it 2-1, which guarantees that we will have a Game 5 here in the Stanley Cup Final, that we will have at least one more uh, Ice Guys live betcast here in the Stanley Cup Final, and it'll come your way on Tuesday night, June 13th, uh, at uh, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. I'm just going to put it on the screen right there. There we go. Tuesday night, June 13th, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. We are back for another Ice Guys Stanley Cup Final live betcast for Game 4, for, sorry, for Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final back at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. It'll either be 3-1 to one Golden Knights looking to close out the series and win their first Stanley Cup uh, Stanley Cup in franchise history, or it'll be down to a best of three with the series tied 2-2 going back to Vegas for Game 5 uh, on Tuesday night. So there you have it, our next BetCast coming your way Tuesday night, June 13th, 8 p.m. Eastern, Game 5, Stanley Cup Final. Don't you dare miss it. Live betting commentary with me, with Alex, uh, with all of our viewers and listeners who wish to join us as guests on the BetCast. And if you wish to join us, make sure you DM me at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com, and we will send you a link for the BetCast before it begins on Tuesday night. So there you go. We Thanks to Florida's win Thursday night, we will have at least one more BetCast here in the Stanley Cup Final and for the season, Tuesday night, June 13th, for Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. Tuesday night, Ice Guys Live BetCast, Stanley Cup Final, Game 5. Be there. All right, and reminder, patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 a month. We've got uh, goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, Ice Guys show betting card. We've got bonus content. We have a few more pieces of bonus content coming your way this week and next week. More interviews with current and former players. We've got some big-time ones planned for the summer during the offseason to keep the flow of content going at least a little bit, even though we won't be doing uh, regular shows anymore. It's kind of our vacation, if you will. But we will have a few uh, player interview, uh, bonus Patreon member exclusive pieces of content throughout the summer. So again, it's only $10 a month, and it's a great way to show support for the show. Uh, and uh, it's the best way to sh support the show. Subscribe to the Patreon Ice Guys uh, page, uh, patreon.com slash iceguys, uh, just $10 a month for that. And make sure you check out the store as well, iceguys.myspreadshop.com, and get yourself some Ice Guys merch for the summer. All right, best bet to wrap up the show coming right up after we hear from both, both of our great sponsors, Gramco and Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. 
Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, takes care of your facial hair, and among other things, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, it is time for best bet here. And look, we're going right back to it. Over one and a half, man. It's, we, it just keeps winning. It's what I feel best about in this game once again. Um, and we have seen fast starts throughout this series, particularly in the opening 20 minutes. So we're going right back to it. Over one and a half minus 125. First period for game four, Vegas, Florida, best bet right there all right that is a wrap we thank you for joining us hit the like button we appreciate it very much uh and again uh we've got uh not many shows left i mean we are really at the point now where we're getting down to the nitty-gritty if you will uh, of this season of the ice guys show but it's been one hell of a season and we will try to finish it off strong uh, in our remaining shows and remaining games and of course we will have patreon bonus content throughout the summer and of course we will have our free agency recap show which we do every year in july so we will still have some stuff going on throughout the summer that is a wrap uh, thank you for joining us hit the like button we'll be back tuesday we got two shows on tuesday our daily show of course at 2 p.m eastern to preview game five and our ice guys live betcast tuesday night game five make sure you join us for that uh and again the ice guys is live every stanley cup final game day for the rest of the season and if you can't watch the show live download the ice guys podcast uh in audio podcast form i'm ian cameron have a great saturday enjoy the game tonight and we will see you again on tuesday for another edition of the ice guys presented 
by National Hockey Now. (laughs) 